Let's go. Episode 17 of the Winning Program podcast. It's been a little it's been a little while, but we're back. I know it's been a minute since like January 22nd and like we've been posting on Man, the- you remember the whole date, bro. <laughs> you that's when, remember that's, the whole <laughs> that's when EJ came over, you know, we recorded the last pod. Probably that was a top one. But All yeah, right. we're back. It's March. A lot of NBA games happened, and a lot of news happened. A lot of stuff happened. As Dom said, you know, it's March. That means April's right around the corner, and we all know what that means. Playoff basketball. Playoff I'm excited. Basketball. I mean, yep, yeah, yes, sir. It's all, it's all we look forward to. Like, as fans, we look forward to the playoffs, see who wins it, see the competitiveness. It's going to be good. Definitely. And um, as we go into the playoffs, um, we just passed the All-Star break. Pretty pretty mid-All-Star weekend, to be honest. But um, there yeah, are a lot Curry of trends. Was, yeah, Curry was shooting threes all over. All over and the, the dunk contest All-Star. sucked. Yeah, I, I didn't really watch the dunk contest. I didn't watch either. Yeah. All my opinions are from Twitter, FYI. I didn't watch. You I was Twitter, too busy. Twitter comes in clutch with the assist. Nah, people are too... They're too, they're too opinionated on there. It's crazy. I can't stand Twitter People anymore. People get on fights on Twitter all the time. For like the yeah. That's why I don't listen to it no more. Yeah. <laughs> I don't read it. But, um, yeah, so as we're getting into playoff basketball, some players are heating up. Some players are slowing down. Oh, Same thing can be said for teams. But um, I wanted to start with my preseason MVP choice, Luka Doncic. Luka Doncic. The heck. Yes, All right. <laughs> but um, I wanted to start it off by saying, basically, we could we can call this second half of the season, or at least what's been happening since like mid-January, Luka's revival. Um, we saw him come into the season overweight. Um, he was trying to play his way back into shape, something similar to what James Harden does. But... um. He was pretty slow at the beginning of the season, not shooting well at all, yeah. really down on points, not really helping the Mavericks. But say, ever since... I was going to nah, say, the Philly cheesesteaks, really, they really take a toll. Bro, he lives in Dallas. He must be getting some good Philly cheesesteaks up there in Dallas. I mean, I don't even know what the good food is in Dallas, bro. Yeah, talk about James like, Harden, though. Oh, I know, but, like, I want to talk about Luca. Like, hold up. Now you're bringing me up to that. So what's good food in Dallas? Good food in Dallas. Hold up. Let's see what Let's see what um, Google gives me. No, no, I mean, like, good food. I don't mean, like, what food is Dallas known for? Um, well, you mentioned James Harden. I mean, Philly cheesesteaks are pretty popular in Philly now since he got traded. Facts. But, yeah, Google's giving me crap, so I, I ain't even going to read it. But um, Luca is a beast, bro. This man just won February Player of the Month, and he's coming out and he's balling on dudes. I mean, is Luca top five? Maybe, bro, maybe not. Bro, of course, I'm putting Don Titch top five. Did you see? I mean, yesterday went crazy. Forty. I don't know. I don't know if I'm wrong, but like he posted forty-one ten nine. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, he went crazy. crazy. Yeah, now Porzingis is gone. He's on the Wizards. You know, he has more. He definitely has more scoring opportunities. He's balling out. Yeah, I know, and it's crazy because the Porzingis trade caught me out of the blue. You know, yeah, I was, was actually, 
Yeah, I was walking out out of my car, you know. I just got on to go get some food. I was walking out of my car, and I checked my Twitter notifications. I'm like, because it's trade deadline day. I was waiting for the Lakers to do something big, and I just see Porzingis traded for, like, Dinwiddie and Bertans, and I'm scratching my head, like, in what world, like, what the hell is this, you know? It didn't make sense to me at first, but we'll see how it goes. Dude, the Wizards are, you know, they're rebuilding right now. Yeah, but they're going to keep Bradley Beal. Apparently, he Yeah. said he's going to sign that super max in the offseason. Yeah, with Kuz. So, Kuz is doing, you know, he's doing good. yeah, uh-huh. Um, they lost a lot of energy with Montrezl Harrell, but getting that back with uh, getting some shooting with Porzingis and a possible star. I mean, he's not even that old. I don't even think he's 26 yet, where he's, like, just turned 26. So, I mean... The only problem is injuries for that man and his shot selection. If he stops getting injured and stops taking those stupid turnaround mid-range shots, you know, there's a chance that he'll be really good again. Yeah, but I mean, since we recorded our last episode, a lot of these trades happened, as we mentioned, one of them, Porzingis to to Washington. Yeah. And that also sent that also sent Din Dinwiddie to the Mavs. It gave him some shooting help. And um, I want to go back to Doncic real quick. Let's Well, go. actually, maybe not real quick, but let me Luka give you Legend. a tangent right here. Luka Magic, Luka Legend. There's a tweet. I know I just said I don't read Twitter, but sometimes some dudes on Twitter are pretty smart. Luka Doncic deserves MVP talk, so I'll start. But here, here has a whole list. I'm just going to go to, through a couple of them. He's the only player in the league averaging 27 plus points per game. I think nine assists plus per game and eight rebounds plus per game. All right. So averages are nice, but that's just box score. We don't care about box score as much. His section, his second option on the team only averages 16 points per game. So we can see that he is the, he is due to the offense, you know, the offense is him and nothing else. And you know who else is in the MVP race? Embiid, Giannis and Jokic. But guess what? As of yesterday, Luka only had one less win than Embiid and Giannis, and he had one more than Jokic. So in this case, we got to put the man in the MVP conversation, right? Yeah, he could definitely deserve how he's playing second season, but I, I think we have to include John Morant. Dude, he's been balling out, carrying the Grizzlies to third seed in the West. Yeah, no, no, they're second I right mean, now, you know, oh, they're, the they're Warriors second. just dropped. Yeah, Yeah, they're the Warriors, second now. yeah, the Warriors are on a losing streak, but now they're second. They they'll probably finish top three. That's most likely. Yeah. No, they will for sure. But like Jaw's a great pick for MVP. But I mean, when I'm watching what Luca's doing right now, like this man went back to back games. First game, close close game in the clutch. This man calls for the switch on Curry multiple times. He goes and he scores on Steph Curry right in his face. That Luca legend, he can ISO Curry. And then guess what? He did the very next game. What did he do? He went to Staples, not even Staples Center. What they call it now? Crypto.com Arena. <laughs> Against the Lake he went Show. to he went to Crypto against the Lake Show. The Lakers are making a run, trying to get back in the game after being pathetic all Yeah, all with game LeBron all just day shooting long, threes, hitting them. and making them. But then guess what? Luca came back on the other side. The man called an isolation on Braun, bro. He said, "I That's want cool. Braun one v one," Dude, that and that he takes went balls and he to hit do. He hit a tough fadeaway, bro. Like this man was getting buckets, buckets. He went, he got two tough buckets on um 
I think two was it two tough buckets on no it was one on Braun and then he got a really tough one on Melo you know like Melo was playing good defense Melo was in front of him Luka just got past him and got into the lane like it's just crazy like the guts on this man for the easy bucket dude I mean yeah he's definitely picked it up second half of the season what are they fourth fifth seed I don't even know at this point maybe they're fourth yeah but um I don't know if I'm crazy man but when I see the West, when I see, regardless of how good the Suns are, the Suns are incredible, and the Warriors have full health. Both of those teams, yeah, when they're healthy, yeah, but both of those teams, when they're healthy, you know, when the Suns have Chris Paul and the Warriors have Draymond Green, are incredible. But, dude, if those teams continue with their injury problems right now, and Luka plays like this with Dallas's also very improved defense this season, Call me crazy or not, but I think this is a one year that Lucas Carey job can actually lead them far. And when I say far, I'm talking like conference finals, maybe even finals appearance because the West isn't as strong as it used to be, you know? Yeah, I mean, you got to see on their matchups, see if Luka can carry him, but it can definitely be possible. I mean, the man possesses the talent. I mean, I think it is possible because the past two years we have... Last year. Exactly. And then it is possible because, you know, the past two years, he's gone against Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, two of the top premier permanent offenders in the NBA for the last decade. And he was cooking them all series long. Like, was it two seven game series or was 2020 a six game series? I know 21 was seven. I think they're both seven. But either way, that man, Lucas, cooking and like he's going to get a bucket on whoever he wants, you know, and that's scary. That's scary. Yeah, he can def. I mean, he can definitely lead far, especially with these teams having injuries. And yeah. Definitely, you know, they'll, they'll definitely win some games. Yeah. Yeah. No. The yeah, Clippers but, one and six. Oh, Clippers one and six, twenty twenty. All right. But yeah, twenty twenty one. Luca pushed into the game seven. Like a second seed, and then the Mavs were like seven seed. I mean, but the I don't care about seeds. You know, we all know how good the Clippers are. You know, that's a championship team when healthy. Yeah. So I mean. Yeah, no heat there. But um, that's enough talk about the West, you know. I just said the West playoff uh, race is wide open. You know, we got the Suns, Warriors, Grizzlies, um, and I'm think I'm thinking the Mavericks, and hey, maybe even the Nuggets if they get healthy. But I really, I really don't care about the West right now because the East is literally so much better this year. It's crazy, dude. Like. Yeah. Every team in like the top eight could probably, maybe not top eight, maybe top seven could make it. And then even one honorable mention out outside of that. Yeah, bro, we got the we got the Heat, the Bulls, the new look Sixers, the Bucks, and the new look Sixers, the new look Nets. Facts. I'm well, they could be sleepers, look, because they're an eight seed right now. They're dropping some games. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. And when yeah. they get Ben Simmons back, you know, we'll see how it pans out. See how they play together. Uh, Durant came back last night from his MCL sprain, and yeah, they did. Dude's the same. Dude's the same bucket. He is a bucket, but they did drop to the Heat, which which the Heat are first in the East. This, this yeah, I mean, but good, good team. Yeah, Bam went crazy last night. I think it was like thirty and eleven. He had. He was really good. Um. So, yeah. Um. But yeah, man, in the East, you got the reigning champions, the Milwaukee Bucks. They've, yeah, they've dealt with injuries a lot this season, but they're finally getting healthy. 
Um, Brooke Lopez might even come back soon. So they're really getting back to that right at the crucial part of the season. So um, we're excited to see how that one pans out for him. And um, They slid in Bobby Portis in the spot. He's doing good. Oh, Bobby Portis is doing great. And then you know Giannis, you know, be, being the meat, the freak he is. Yeah. The team, Middleton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just picked up a W against Chicago today, like ten minutes ago. Oh, they beat the Bulls. They beat the Bulls. That's what's up. Um, and then as we said earlier, we got the Miami Heat right now. They got an elite defense. They're currently the number one seed in the East, and they're looking good. You know. Yeah, we're still uh, forgetting some teams here. I know. We'll get there. We'll get there. I want to. I'm going to I'm going a little bit around the place, you know. <laughs> All right, bro. Um, and then uh, we got the new look Sixers, man. How do you feel about it? Yes, sir. Let's let's go over the trade. So Harden Harden gets shipped to the Sixers after some problems, you know, because the different different ideals, you know. So Harden goes to the Sixers and Simmons, not played all. He hasn't played all year. He gets shipped to the Nets. Gets a new opportunity with new fans. He, and he thinks it'll be his time, time to shine. And he said, "Yeah, we're stacked because they have, they have Kyrie, KD." Yeah, but Kyrie only playing like half the games, so then that's. Maybe he can play all the games. I saw nah, the nah, the governor said no. Oh, said no, it's no. a mayor. Nah, the mayor said that he wasn't going. He wasn't going to make a change just for the benefit of one player. You know. Um, but, like, New York still, you know, they're still oh, thinking about it. Well, yeah, they'll probably do it. <laughs> you got to see. You got to see. But, yeah, the Sixers look good. Like, Joel Embiid is playing the best basketball of his life. Alongside James um, Harden, they're playing good. And James Harden, um, he's played, what, a few games for the Sixers now. But it's a new team, you know. It's the same old story, you know. You first start on a new team most of the time. It's going to start off pretty well. You know, you get a change of scenery. There's more motivation there to play well. Um, and you're happy. You're happy. So um, we'll see how long this keeps up. And, I mean, this Sixers team could be really good if they keep on clicking like they are right now. So, yeah, in that trade, they still – well, in that trade, they didn't give away, like, Matisse Thybul, Tyrese Maxey, or Tobias Which was Harris. big because Matisse Thybul is, like – is one of the best perimeter defenders in the league. Tyrese Maxey's a beast, really young, great guard. He's he a good shooter. The and the Cavs are good defense. Goodness. Oh, yeah, because they start Allen Mobley. Then they, right. have, they have Darius Garland, who's going crazy. Taking us back to the 90s and 2000s with the two big men up there. Yeah. It's, it's working out good for him. Yeah, definitely. But um, that's the Sixers over there. Um... We know we got the Brooklyn Nets already, who they're in the eighth seed, but we all know what they're capable of when they're healthy. Um, we got the Chicago Bulls, who are getting back to health right now. DeMar DeRozan shooting in the mid-range like he's Michael Jordan this season. It's insane. I don't, You don't see players like this. He's got this MJ touch because he's on the Bulls now. He's in every, every mid-range. It's going crazy. I mean, this man got kicked out of Toronto after MVP giving his heart player. out. And then he got stuck in San Antonio for a few years. Then he came to Chicago and, as you said, MVP candidate. He's averaging like 28 points. It's crazy. I don't even know how many points he's averaging, but just the impact that he has on the offense, the way he gets to his spots like willingly and 
I mean, it's just so nice to see the mid-range game, you know. We see it from Kevin Durant. We saw it last year's playoffs with Devin Booker and Chris Paul. Um, We've seen some of the greatest players of all time. You look at Michael Jordan, you look at Kobe Bryant. That's where they live. That's where they got their points. Yeah, and it's it's nice to see. But also in the East, we are leaving out the Boston Celtics. And thank you for reminding me about that because – the Boston Celtics are arguably like the hottest team in the league right now. Either they last like 30 games or something. They've won like, it's almost 20 now or something. Like they've been on a roll after starting I, the season I terribly. The last 10, they're 8 and 2. Last 10 games. Thank you. Last 10, 8 and 2. And all this has to do is like, it's just more effort, more belief in the team's part. We always knew that offense was going to be a problem for this team because they didn't have a natural playmaker. You know, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are very prone to these isolation plays, stagnant offense basketball. But on defense, dude, these dudes are straight demons, bro. Let me say it again. They are demons. Best defense in the league since um, the turn of the year, since January 1st. They've been the best defense in the league by far, I believe. And, I mean, it just has to go with the switches, um, Robert Williams and Al Horford, um, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Yeah, I mean, it's just great. Like, when you think about a starting lineup, you have Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Al Horford, and um, Robert Williams. There's so much size, versatility, athleticism on that. I mean, you can switch screens. You can... I mean, it's just perfect in my opinion. I think it's. Shot. I mean, you got your defensive guard, Marcus Smart. Yeah, and then I mean, I just it's hard to make a better defensive lineup than that. To be honest with you, like I think you have almost everything you want out of that. You know. Yeah, you have your you have your offense and defense. They've been on the fence yep. as they started. You know, Al Horford and Robert Williams. Definitely. And um, about midway through the season when we saw all the turmoil going on in Boston with like Marcus Smart calling out Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum um, and the team just not gelling, I was on the boat of actually trading either Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum. Yeah. In my opinion, it was going to be for like a Damian Lillard, try to get him on the team. But watching the way they're playing right now, if they can keep up this defensive play, I mean, yeah. And we all know how good Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are offensively. So if you just play elite defense in the playoffs and you give those dudes the ball and say, get me a bucket, you always got a chance, in my opinion. Yeah, well, right now they'd play the fourth seed Bucks, so. But it's... No, 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 no. No, because the Bucks won. So the Bulls are fourth seed. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, those are all the teams at the top of the East. But I want to look at someone a little lower, lower down the list. The six. Um, about the Cavs. No, I don't care about the six <laughs> seed. I don't care about the Cavs right now. They're good, but they they have good defense. They have a good offensive young point guard in Darius Garland, the but they need time. Uh, the Raptors are mid. They're not going to make it out. They're, They're a good mid, coach team. They got their seven seed. Yeah, but the team I want to talk about is a team that was in the Eastern Conference Finals last year, the Atlanta Hawks. As they are 10th seed. Ninth. Is it 10th? No way they're 10th. Tenth. Tenth. Hornets are No. No way. No, nah, I got to reload, man. Dude, I mean, That's it's crazy. crazy. I mean, who said? 
I mean, so I think some of the preseason predictions that the Hawks could finish. No, I, I had the Hawks as a dark seed for dark seed for like the oh man, don't dark horse for like the top seed. Yeah, man. So they've disappointed me a lot this season. I mean, Um, they had a lot of. I mean, they have a lot of talent. They have Clint Capella, yeah, they have Trey a lot of talent. Young, John Collins there. It just has to do with um injuries and it has to do And with defense. defense. Yep, you called it, man. And the defense I has mean, been cooked lately. defense is terrible because um, you know DeAndre Hunter um out of Virginia, I think three years ago was an elite. No, well, I won't say elite defender. I probably overused that term, but he's a really good defender, great size, can guard multiple positions, and he was taken out. almost immediately as the season started with an injury. And um, another big part of Atlanta's defense was Clint Capella. And he just looks so bad defensively at the rim this season. Like, sometimes you wonder if it's even worth having him on the court because, like, he gets rebounds and he's a great lob threat offensively. But on defense, he just didn't have near the impact that he had last year. Yeah. Right now he's averaging like I think like 10 points, 12 boards But the defensive effort I don't know if it's there Yep, As we and um, that's points yeah, and that's only downside for this Hawks team because they can score the basketball. That's all I'm telling you. When you have Trey Young as your point guard, you're going to score the basketball. Whether it's these high pick and rolls, you know, the spread pick and rolls, um, the off ball, just all the shooters, like they just spread it out so well, and it's Yeah, the shooters, great. Kevin, like, Herter, Bogdanovich, dude's gonna be Yeah, but Gallinari. yeah. And do they still got Lou Williams <laughs> coming off the bench? yeah, I think so. But I don't know if he I plays, mean, I don't know if he plays a lot of minutes. yeah, I don't think he plays that much anymore. But yeah, you know, you got Trey Young. I've been 28 points per game, four rebounds, nine and a half assists. I mean, this team is a ninth seed, right? They're going to be in the play-in They're a 10th tournament. seed. The Hornets are a ninth. No, I'm seeing nine on my screen. I don't know what you're talking about. But they're in the play-in tournament either way, right? Yeah, So, I mean, when the team is this lethal offensively and you're talking about a one-off play-in game, I'm sorry, but if it's one game, this team can beat anyone in the league. And um, you give them that chance twice and they do it and you see them in a seven-game series versus a team like they're in the playing. um, The Sixers last year. yeah, but we'd see them in a seven-game series with another team. They could very well give anyone in the East trouble. So that's one team I wanted to look out for. It could be a dark horse this year. They can, they can go on a big run. Yeah, As the I Blazers mean, upset the I Sixers. really, I really hope so because I think at the beginning of the season I had them as like the top three seed, Yeah. and then like their defense just, Yeah, they got I mean gassed that was the only, up. yeah that was the only problem, um because we know that their offense is just so good, and then last year obviously they had that new coach boost, you know, like new motivation again, right? They got a new coach in the middle of the season, and they just went fire, right? But um, yeah, the season was a little bit of um. a step back to normalcy and um we'll see what's up with them because we got another month of basketball for the playoffs um let's see what push they make i know trey young's on fire right now and um Yeah, traffic's going off. yeah let's see what the hawks do because you know the raptors could drop some games here or there and you know the hawks could find themselves or the hawks or like anyone else 
Well, no, it's going to be the Nets. The Nets are going to play and they're going to get out of there. So never mind. When the Raptors drop, because I think the Raptors are going to drop games, the Nets are going to take their place, stuff like that, you know. So we're just going to see a small shift in the standings in the East because the East yeah. is tight and like six or seven of these teams could win it all. So it's really interesting to see. Yeah, the Nets, they're so the Raptors are above them by like two and a half games. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, with Ben Simmons, hope like he's probably gonna play soon. Yeah, they could probably bump up. Def. No, they will bump up. There's no way. But Kevin Durant back, yeah, I don't care if he's playing 47 minutes a game. They're going to be back up there. So there's no, there's no um, fear when it comes to that. Yeah. Or the but, Sixers um, could definitely push for the first seed. Never know. Yeah, they're not that far off. You know, they're like two or three games off. We'll see. But um. Now what I want to do is, I mean, we're a podcast. So this is a podcast where random kids talking about sports. So we always have our speculation. Um, we have our predictions with bias. But um, I'd like to know, who do you think is coming out of the East? Right now? I know you can't tell how the Nets are looking because we haven't seen... Kyrie Irving play full-time. We haven't seen Kevin Durant in about two months. We haven't seen Ben Simmons at all. We don't know how this team's going to work. Um, we have a, such a small sample size on the Sixers. Um, I'm not convinced with the Miami Heat. Um, the Bucks haven't been healthy. I'm, I mean, there's just so much that goes into it. But who do you have coming out of the East this year? Well, the Bucks are they're mainly healthy right now. And right now, I, I think they definitely come out. I think they come out of the East. Bro, this is a strong team, bro. With Giannis, sure. with Giannis, Holiday defensively, and Middleton, I mean, they they show up in the playoffs. We saw yeah. it last year, and yes, we could say the injuries and Katie's big foot, but they were a freaking they were a good team. Katie's size says seventeen shoe man. But injuries like they could happen still. But right now, I think the Bucks could come out. I understand the you know the Nets are they're upcoming and the Sixers mm-hmm. and Harden. And then beat. Yep. It's just the defense, honestly, with Giannis and Holiday. And Brooke Lopez coming back and Bobby Portis. I like their team. And I think they'd be yep. the Heat too. I agree. I agree. That's a that's a good statement. I think they would beat the Heat, maybe. Uh, most likely. Because um I'm just gonna convince with Miami's offense, you know. It's yeah. it's not suitable to my eyes, but I could go on for like 20 minutes about that. So we'll save that one. But um, for me, out of the East, it's a real head scratcher, you know, because um, I because when I look at the Sixers, you know, I feel like this Harden and beat thing is going to work really well. But do they have enough depth to make it in a playoff series? Um, They're going to need Matisse Thibel to play heavy minutes in the playoffs because he's an elite defender. But the man can't shoot to save his goddamn life, right? So you put him on offense, and teams are just going to, like, double and beat or harden off the Thibel. And if you're asking Thibel to shoot six, seven threes a game to try and, try and win you a series, I just don't think that's going to happen, right? So I have question marks with the Sixers. Um, I said no to Miami. Um, Chicago's cool and all, but they do not have the defense for it. So I'm not going to Chicago. I don't think the Cavs are there. Um, and 
as much as I like the Hawks, I don't think they're it. So that's leaving me with like three teams right now. I got the Nets, I got the Celtics, and I got the Bucks. And when I look at that, the Nets, I don't think they can guard Giannis. Does Ben Simmons guard Giannis for a playoff series? I mean, no. last year didn't happen. I mean, I mean it was Ben Simmons now, but yeah, but um. I don't even remember how the Nets guarded the Giannis last year. I think it was like Blake Griffin, and like Blake Griffin's washed this year, so that doesn't matter. So, I mean, maybe the Nets win? I don't know, because Kyrie isn't even playing every single game. So, in fact, with Kyrie being a part-time player, no to the Nets. Yeah. Um, so now I have the Bucks and the Celtics, and you you would think I would say Bucks immediately. Yeah. But hear me out. I just want you to hear me out here, okay? Right now, if the playoffs started right now, the Bucks would play the Cleveland Cavaliers, the number three versus six seed matchup. Yeah. When I tell you, there's not a player I think is more. Well, no, they're okay. Now I'm lying. No, that's what that's what people don't understand. Listen to me on this one. Listen, I know Bro, it sounds like crazy. A, five games. No, listen. Hours. I don't even think it's. You like have Evan season. Mobley and Jared Allen. I am sticking Evan Mobley okay. on Giannis full court for yeah. seven games, and you have Jared Allen in the post. Uh, let's say you run a triangle and two uh, defense, right? So you got the, you got the two. Uh, how do I how do I reference it? Triangle and two. I don't really I don't know if that's the right term in this case because it's a big man. But you got Mobley guarding Giannis. You have Allen covering space. So you have Allen like the base of a zone basically, and then you got three dudes guarding on the perimeter, right? However matchups have to work. I low key believe that Evan Mobley could slow Giannis down just a little bit to give the Cavs the slightest chance. Yeah. Do I think the Cavs will win the series? No, it would probably be something like Milwaukee in six. But I actually feel like the Cavs could give Giannis a problem. But with that being said, yeah, I'm looking at Bucks or Celtics, to be honest with you, um, depending on how the matchups work, you know, because it really depends on who Philly plays out of the play-in, you know. But, um, yeah, so I guess, so I guess I'll keep it like, I, th- I guess I'll say Bucks, but I'm not going to put the Sixers, the Celtics, or the Nets out of it yet, you know. Yeah, I can I can see what come on with, like, Evan Mobley and Jarrett Allen on Giannis. Thank you. Please. I mean, I know I sound like an idiot. If I tell this to Jack, Jack's yeah. going to Jack's gonna call me stupid. Dude, he's but probably I mean, right No, nah, he's going to listen. He's going to listen. He's probably watching the Bucks. But no, the Bucks can't finish. If we shut down Darius Garland... That that's like a big chunk of the offense. It can really shut down those. Can shut down oh those yeah, you scores. just oh yeah, you just and ended I think me. That never mind. Yeah, Drew Holiday. Never mind. Yeah, that series ain't going nowhere. If Drew Holiday's on, Darius Garland. Like clean him. But yeah, now 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 that you say it, a yeah. dark horse though. I mean, you got to take in consideration those two big dudes. They could. They I mean, because of the thing that I'd love to see is a defensive series, right? Where you're having games that. 
every single game is in the 70 to 80 points yeah. like that's just not possible in this modern day era but when you have two possibly elite defenses going up against each other i mean i feel like that's awesome it could happen so i would want to see something like that is it going to happen nah probably not but we'll see man we'll see um so what would but that yeah mean? so who would uh chicago match up against Um, Chicago's a fourth seed right now, so they would play the fifth seed, which is the Celtics. And I mean, both teams, that's a, that's a playoff series. I would watch every single game, games one through seven, because I think that would go seven. That could that would probably go seven. I, ooh, that's hard. Yeah. But, um, I think the Celtics can pull it out in like seven. We got to finish this off by talking about the West. And before you say anything, Uh-oh. Dominic... We know you are the biggest Phoenix Suns fan out there. We know that. So, um, spare us. I can start. Spare us. But go ahead. Who do you have coming out of the West? I don't even bro. need to ask you. All right, bro. It's definitely the winning program. That's where we got it. Phoenix Suns. I think they come That's out where of the you West. got it. <laughs> no, I think they come out of the West. I mean, I, I'm seeing this team chemistry again from last year. Bro, they in January they've won, they've lost like one game. I mean they've been going mm-hmm. crazy, even with this yeah this team chemistry, even with Chris Paul and D book out. They're still, yeah, they're so good. They beat the Trailblazers by like thirty, and I think bro, this is like an old school team. You have you have Jay Crowder, the nasty defender. He'll get your steals. I we we know EJ likes Jay Crowder, but um. I hate Jay Crowder. He gets your steals. He can basically guard. I hate Jay Crowder. Hold up, guys. Listen. (laughs) I very much dislike Jay Crowder. Go on, Dominic. So you got the defender in Crowder. And then you have your... Um, (laughs) Bomb. You have your... Yes, sir. And you have your, like, star center, DeAndre Aiden, who last year did... did Mm, Maybe not star, but he's good. He's good. Young star. But you got the two Bs in um, Devin Booker and CP Zero Rings, Chris Paul. <laughs> okay, I'll Dude, stop, I'll stop been, hating. It should have been one ring, but, you know, it's all good. They hey, man, if you guys make the playoffs, if you make the finals, I mean, this year, there's another chance for that, you know? I really think the Suns and Bucks are, like, the two like the two best teams right now. Like, right. I could say the Warriors, but... Like, they've been dropping games, and I know Draymond's out, but they still have Wiggins, Curry, two all-star starters. They should still be winning some games. I mean... And that's where I'm going to stop you, because I think we've already talked... I think you and I have talked about this for the past few weeks. It's their defensive presence, but I think the Suns lack it down. I think we've talked about this the past few weeks, and I know you're the biggest Suns fan, and you're 100% in the right to say the Suns are going to make the finals because they are the best team in the West right now and all season. But um, Draymond Green is so vital to this Golden State Warriors team from what he brings on the offensive side of the ball by his playmaking, his communication, and his defensive presence. This man makes an average defense beyond elite like this golden state warriors team is so good with draymond on defense and when draymond is on the court it allows so much more for the team to do you know you can unlock that triangle in two you can unlock that box in one you can um unlock a draymond at center lineup where you're switching a lot against a screen heavy offense you know and um 
with him being injured lately, that's just led to a bunch of dropping, dropping for the Warriors. Yeah. But I do believe that when Draymond Green comes back, a healthy Draymond Green, a healthy Steph Curry, and a healthy Klay Thompson will walk through the West. All the way up until the Western Conference Finals, they're going to have a tough matchup versus the Phoenix Suns because that's who I think is going to be there. Yeah. That's who should be there. But I think the Warriors are the best team in the West if that's what happens. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, that can definitely be a reason, but they they got to show it. They got to show them come playoff time. Of course, they got to show it. Um, but then one other thing I would add is that this is a championship core that we're talking about. These three dudes have won multiple championships together. And while the Suns have made the playoffs too, um, they, they the I mean, while the Suns, yeah, why don't you mind saying playoffs? Yeah, they went to the finals, bro. Won while the, the Suns made the finals once too, um, they don't have the experience that the Warriors do. And if both teams are fully healthy in a seven-game series, that experience is a big factor of what's going to make me pick the Warriors over the Suns. It's understandable. I mean, yeah, the Warriors, you know, they have my MVP pick, Steph Curry. And, like, I don't know if he's going to win it. Nah, he's not winning MVP. <laughs> nope. We'll he messed that up but, big time. So we say the Warriors, but we also have to talk about another team who I had finishing first in the West, the Los Angeles Lakers. Oh um, man! Anyways, guys. The okay. <laughs> the oh my goodness, man! West. The Los Angeles Lakers are so, so bad. We, know we can't even blame it on no, no, yeah. stop. We can't even blame it on Anthony Davis being injured, LeBron yeah. being injured in December. Yeah. We can't blame it on Westbrook being bad. It's just terrible roster construction. I mean, the team does not fit. No right. defense. Yeah, they they should be winning games because they have you know they have Westbrook and LeBron, but their surrounding talent. Just not. It's not. It's not panning out. There's no effort on the team defense. They have no effort defensively. There's no team energy anymore. The team is drained of energy. They the roster sucks. You know. I was reading this article the other day, and the blame is to be put on the Lakers. Lakers. But when you look at the Lakers, it's who in the Lakers, and the blame has to be put on LeBron James. Rich Paul and the Clutch Sports Organization and Rob Palinka. LeBron James, first off, LeBron James constructed this roster. This is the team that he wanted. West, Russell Westbrook is a he player is that he wanted to play with. He's the GM, let's be honest. Not He's not the actual GM, but he has so much power that he acts like it. Yeah. Second is Clutch Sports. They pushed to get their players on that team. Rich Paul is an agent. Push to get Russell Westbrook. Push to get all these other players there, and it's not panning out. I mean, it sounded promising. Like Westbrook, he played at UCLA. He's going to LA to team up with LeBron, Anthony Davis, the big three. You know, it sounded well. And Dwight Howard and Carmelo, good friends with LeBron. I mean, yeah. With with the hype surrounding it, I mean, they took they took the chance and signed these guys. Yep, and the last bit of the blame goes to Rob Blinka, the actual GM of the Los Angeles Lakers, because LeBron. he he was his hand was forced by LeBron and Clutch Sports into these moves. While we can always say that we're smarter in hindsight, um, that's not an excuse to ignore hindsight. It would have been so much better for the Lakers to make that trade for Buddy Heald on that one day in what January, I mean June or July, well, yeah. then 
to sign Russell West, to trade for Russell Westbrook. I mean, Buddy Heald, yeah, man, no, go on. I'm just, yeah. oh. He's definitely a good three-point shooter, but I think the Lakers, they could have used more of, like, a point guard, like a distributor. I think, like, I, I don't know if they made a run at Kyle Lowry, but that would have been amazing. I mean, I see where you're going with that, but um, Kyle Lowry would have a hard cap the salary because it would have yeah, had the side in trade, so it wasn't going to work there. But um, when you say playmaker, I actually disagree because um, in 2020, when um, the Lakers won the championship, not even a, like in October 2020, not even a full two years ago, it was LeBron James and Anthony Davis. LeBron James was a point guard that season. He averaged the most assists of his career, like 10 and a half, and he was going crazy um yeah, and the team guard. was yeah and the team was simple that year you had lebron james you had anthony davis you had an athletic center and then you had two three and d role players and you had all the dudes coming off the bench you had kyle kuzma all those other dudes right rondo. but that rondo the secondary playmaker to come off the bench not to start but that team right there that's the reason the Lakers won the championship. They constructed the team perfectly around to fit LeBron and Anthony Davis, it but works. this one isn't working. So, yeah, on to the next season. You, you think? I mean, you think they make the play in? Right yeah, now? I yeah, I think they make the play in. You know, we can talk all this crap. Without they're like, playoff? they're like four. They're like four and twenty-one in the last um, like twenty-five or whatever. But um, they will make the play-in tournament. Um, and 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 frankly, I think they'll win. I think they will get into the first round, and then they're just going to get slapped in the face by the Phoenix Suns or Golden State Warriors, maybe the Grizzlies, depending on how it works. But um, either way, yeah, um, this season is pretty much over for the Lakers. So you think this offseason they, they should just ship Westbrook, or do you think they should give it another go? Um, Westbrook has interest in being traded. The Lakers have interest in trading him. Um, they kind of... No, not really. Just well, yeah, the past couple of years, but um, yeah, with what's going down, um, yep, they have to trade him anyways. Salary cap is going to be screwed after this year, so yeah, he's going to be moved. Um, we'll see how they build the roster again. It's going to have to be a lot of minimum contract players, but yeah, not not too many players should stay. The only players that should stay: LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Carmelo Anthony. Austin Reeves and Malik Monk, hopefully. Everyone else can go. Everyone else can go. That team needs an overhaul. Yeah, Malik Monk's a good signing. I like the signing. Such a great signing, he's man. He's a good shooter off the bench. And, like, he can start. I think he's been starting uh, as a player. Frank Vogel doesn't know what he's doing as a coach. That man has the greatest job security in NBA history. I can't believe he wasn't fired back in, like, December. Dude sucks. <laughs> It's because he it's cause he won him a title. Nah, he won a title because Anthony Davis wanted to be Jesus in the bubble and make every jump shot he took and not get injured. And, you know, LeBron was LeBron, so that's all you need to win a chip. Yeah, they went crazy. I mean, AD and LeBron I mean, saw that pain. But, yeah, let's not talk about the trash teams of the NBA. Let's talk about the good teams, you know. So, I mean, Dom's predicting the Suns-Bucks finals. I'm looking into a Warriors I'm looking into a Warriors Bucks finals. It's gonna be interesting, man. We'll see when Draymond comes back, we'll see how this team like drastically improves. They will. Don't worry. With with yeah, with defense. I mean yeah, they they will, definitely. Yeah. I think the Suns will take on the challenge.
We'll see, you know, if that ha ever happens to be a series, I think I told you Warriors in six, but that's just my opinion. It's always sounds of foe. Carry on. Yeah, 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 <laughs> whatever. <laughs> but um, with that, you know, I think that's going to do it for episode 17 of the winning program podcast. Yes, sir. We'll be back before, you know, obviously playoffs this season. We still got a little bit to go. We're going to see how everything pans out. I think I think we're going to specifically make a video for when Draymond comes back because hopefully that should be around the same time. Well, maybe not the yeah, same time that like Chris Paul comes back. But um, yeah, we'll see. There are some stars coming back from injury. You know, you got Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. in yeah. Denver maybe coming back. You have Anthony Davis for the Lakers, but that one might not matter too much. So, yep. But with that... But with that, thank you for listening, and stay tuned. Thanks for listening, guys. Episode 18 on the rise. Thanks.